0: What's up, guys? This is your Play Partner Angel Main checking in. <laughs> uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Most Expensivest with the uh, the hostess Two Chains. For those of you who don't know, and it is by far one of the most amazing shows on the planet, hands down. I am significantly more cultured now, more yeah, more now than my entire life. I had no idea what the fuck I was missing in my life, and that show inspires me every single day, or every single time that I watch it, to become a multimillionaire, you know? <laughs> um, no, but yeah, dude, that show is fucking crazy. Yeah, like, for those of you who don't know, it's just, like, the top of the line, top of the line of everything. Like, literally, the show is called Most Expensivest, and it only talks about the most expensive things, or, like, shows you the most expensive things, or the most expensive activities Most expensive things, just in general, dude. And it's a fucking mind blow how much money these people have to spend on ridiculous shit. And it literally is disheartening almost to say, just because, you know, you're like, God damn, dude. Like the other, like last night we were watching this one, Angel and I. um, uh, Yeah, we were watching a fucking episode about most expensive retirement homes or most most expensive retirements. And they showed us this place. That had a they had two hundred and fifty residents in there just in general, and they had two hundred and fifty residents, and each one will obviously some pay more, but I think the bare minimum that they had was thirteen thousand dollars a month. And I'm gonna do the math again right now, just so I could be accurate. But thirteen thousand dollars a month times two hundred and fifty is three and a quarter million. So, like, 3.25 million. in Hi, baby. Hello. Hey, look, that's a cute jacket. So, it's 3.25 million dollars just in one month. And that was times 12. That's fucking 39 million dollars, dude. 39 fucking goddamn million dollars. That they make a year off of just retired people. In a year, dude. Just one. And it cost them, I think, 100 million to make the whole place. But then... In three years, you've already started. To, you're in three years. You already have what is that? Seventeen million profit just in three years, and that's after like you like potentially paid off the whole thing, you know, or like got your money back from the initial investment. That is a mind blow, you know. And then it was pretty much that retirement home, and then they did some other stuff too, like just old people activities. But crazy facility, and just to think that potentially that's like what. A lot of people are looking forward to, you know, and I'm sure that there's places like this kind of everywhere, or not everywhere, you know, but in like, like well off areas, and I'm sure people like move there all the time. Like they said that, that the exact place that they're doing the um, like the show at had a wait list already, you know, so I can just imagine how other places are across the United States or around the world or whatever. But yeah, complete mind fuck. And I guess since we're talking about materialistic things, and yeah, just materialism, um, we're going to be talking about something that ties into materialism, and that is the ego today. And that is not something that I am an expert in by any means, but I did Google a bunch of common questions and a bunch of definitions. So we're going to be getting into what the ego is, for those of you who don't know. And yeah, we're just going to Tap in, you know? Yeah. Episode number 34. What is the ego? And we're going to fucking tell you guys. So, the definition that I found on Google of the ego was a person's sense of self esteem or self importance. And a way to describe the ego is the way that you look at either like the way you look at yourself. And an example of the ego is like thinking you're the smartest person on earth, because that's like, that's you having a big ego, thinking that you're better than everyone else around you. And not exactly having like, the you know, the facts or whatever to prove it. And yeah, it's just assuming a lot and you're comparing yourself to others. And you're putting yourself up on a pedestal and just assuming naturally that you're better than those around you. And that I guess that also ties in. So we're going to get into a few things. It's going to be the ego, the self, the id and the superego. So the self is just your kind of unconscious person, you know, just like who you are, deep, deep down, and, like, just the general type of person you are, and the id is some, is, so these are all unconscious, like, aspects of your mind, but the id is going to be something that is going to kind of bring you down and make you humble, make you feel normal, because it's going to be having, like, thoughts that are tied into being just like everybody else, and the superego is going to be, um, or, yeah, so pretty much the superego is going to be what it's like, if you're at your best version of yourself putting your best foot forward every single time like being nice to people in general um being nice to people or wanting to improve like your super ego is what makes you believe like in yourself essentially and the ego is somewhere right in between that kind of takes into both and is like both a conscious and unconscious thing and that's kind of what we're getting into um, yeah but the self is an individual who's like is the part of you that's like self-aware and in psychoanalysis the division of the psyche that is conscious most immediately controls thought and behavior and that is what is most in touch with the external reality which is the self and a, one of the most common questions on google was how do you explain the ego and the definition or the, the reason the how the, the answer is in psychology the ego is a natural con- is a neutral concept that simply describes an aspect of yourself One way psychologists use the word ego is to differentiate yourself from others. Your ego must be intact for you to differentiate between what you think and what others think. So what you're going to see throughout this little listen, what you're going to hear in this podcast, is that pretty much ego is going to have good and bad qualities. And it is mostly about being in control of the ego and knowing its boundaries and how it could help you, but also how it's going to harm you. And that's pretty much the theme. Of the show today, um and then what do egos do? The ego prevents us from acting on our basic urges created by the id, which is just your natural human human self, you know, like what makes you human? that's what your id is and but it also works to achieve a balance with our moral and idealistic standards that are created by the superego, like I told you, and while the ego operates in both preconscious and conscious, it's strong at strong ties to the id means that it also operates in the unconscious. And that's what I was getting at before. It's just that it's something that is unconsciously working and consciously working if you give it the energy, you know? So if you give it the time of day, then ego is going to be consciously affecting your daily life. And if you can learn how to tame it and learn how to control your ego, it's just going to be sitting in the back of your mind, sitting there unconsciously giving you good and positive feedback because it's not out of control and it's a nice healthy ego and the ego personality the ego is a part of the id that is modified by direct influence of the external world the ego develops uh, (laughs) to mediate between the unrealistic id and the external real world it is the decision-making component of personality ideally the ego works for a reason whereas the id is chaotic and unreasonable so these are the things that so like what we're getting at is the ego is kind of the middle ground for everything. So it's not gonna be as crazy and as simple as the id would think normal things are, and it's not making you out to be this angelic being from directly fucking descended from heaven, you know, to be here on earth, you know, to do crazy shit like the super ego wants you to. Like the super ego wants you to be a gold medalist in fucking all the sports. In the Olympics and the ego is kind of what ties both of them together and then is connected to the self which gives your brain an idea of like what reality is and what's actually going on on the earth and that's kind of how the ego is good because it like I'm telling you it's the middle ground and it is right there to where everything kind of makes sense it makes everything make sense if it is in control and it's not out of balance and the ego is bad For, I guess, one of the biggest reasons your ego is an enemy is that it keeps you out of touch with reality sometimes when it is too in control, you know, because it's going to give you a skewed view of reality because your ego is going to make things feel like they're significantly easier and they're going to make you be overly confident in yourself and the ego is what makes you confident but as soon as you start going beyond those boundaries and thinking extremely highly of yourself like it's good to think high of yourself it's good to Be nice to yourself and it's good to be positive to yourself but as soon as you start putting yourself above others for no reason or for your own selfish reasons and that's just going to be continuously feeding into a negative ego and that is when problems start to arise because it makes you overestimate your own abilities and your own worth and i know everyone's self-worth is going to be different but i guess in general you know (laughs) you know what i'm talking about and It also makes you underestimate the effort and skill that is required to achieve certain goals or things that you set out to do. And that is essentially why the ego is pretty bad, because it could literally skew your view on reality. And even one study found that overexerting your ego can lead to exhaustion, therefore deplete your willpower to stick to healthy habits. And instead of vulnerability, people with unhealthy egos experience fear and defensiveness. And the ego essentially works against us; it works against us when it's pushed <laughs> when it's pushed too far, and it pushes us into fear and scarcity uh or yeah, to a place of fear and a place of thinking, a place of scarcity, so you're thinking that there's no option for you, and that's why you need to act out and be a douchebag to somebody, you know, or that's why having an unhealthy ego is really. Really, really, really fucking bad, and so I guess these are things that just all need to be balanced. You know, with you need to check yourself. You know, if you need to do therapy, whatever. If you need to talk into a microphone, I guess do it. You know, like humble yourself, calm your ego, be in control of your ego, and you're gonna live a good life, man. You're gonna live a pretty fucking dope life. And by I mean, by any means, I'm not like a like a like scientist or whatever, a psychologist. I have studied psychology, but I'm not a psychologist. And I guess just to kind of close this out before we start going to these websites, and I'm just going to be reading you a bunch of things from websites, and I'm going to cite them here, so hopefully I don't get in trouble. Yeah, But a healthy ego is an ego that allows us to grow up with a loving sense of self, a solid rock resiliency, and the ability to solve problems creatively, and the capacity to develop meaningful relationships and a sense of meaning. And as mentioned before, an unhealthy ego is rooted in fear, anxiety, limiting beliefs, and toxic thinking patterns. So, yeah, this, <laughs> that is pretty much the gist of what I was kind of getting at the entire time. It's just that a good healthy ego is going to be what is driving you forward and making you a better person every single day. It is the ideal combination of the id and the superego because the id is... Uncontrollable and crazy thoughts, and the superego is super outrageous thoughts. So it's a good mix between the good and the bad, and right down the middle, you end up somewhere good. You know, there's a little golden zone, the golden ego zone, and that's where ideally the goal should be, and that exactly what that's exactly what you should be aiming to achieve, because an unhealthy ego is going to lead to fear, anxiety. And limiting beliefs, toxic thinking patterns, is going to be thinking that you're not good enough for anything and that is just what exactly is going to be the fuel for excuses and the fuel for wanting to self-sabotage yourself. And then at the end of the day, you're just ruining things for yourself. You're getting in your own way. You're ruining your own path. And you're not doing anything to improve yourself or change the way that you're thinking or the way that you're doing things. And... That is why ego could also be unhealthy. So it's about feeding. I forgot what podcast I was listening to, but it's about like, there's like, imagine there's like two demons or two. No, not two demons, two dragons. And one is going to be stronger than the other. And the one who you the one who eats more is going to always defeat. The one who eats less and that is why you have to be feeding the right dragon you know you need to be feeding it correctly and you need to be making sure that you're in control of it and that you do everything that you can to keep your head on your shoulders and to not be a douchebag you know try your best to be a good person all the time and that's kind of the goal in life it should be to be an amazing person and to be a person that improves themselves on a regular basis on a daily basis every day that lives every day better than they did the last and that is in control of everything that they could do in their lives you know and i understand that sometimes jobs and stuff like that aren't always in control but as long as you're in control of your mood you're in control of how you're feeling you're in control of how you're doing you're in control of what you're doing at that exact moment then that is the guidelines for like a healthy you know, ha- healthy, happy lifestyle, and, like, uh, mentally, I guess, you know, you know what I'm talking about, mentally, but I guess that is, is essentially the main key to, I was gonna say holistic living, but I'm pretty sure that, that, no, that means, like, living healthy and, like, using, like, herbs and shit, but I guess just for good mental health, you know, an ego is something that we all need to work on and that we all need to be in control of, and, yeah, that's, I guess that's pretty much it for that, <laughs> for my G-sheet <laughs> and my Google Doc, but we are going to be getting into, and I'm going to be reading some articles, and it is the first one is from MindSpeaks.co, and it is from an article called The Psychology of Things, Three Ego Facts You Should Know. So, fact number one, id and superego versus the ego ego and id oh and keep in mind too so my definitions were rough definitions i glanced and i read through some things and yeah so i am also by no means i'm an expert in this stuff and this is all just me talking out of my butt essentially and sometimes it lines up and sometimes it doesn't just take that with a grain of salt anything i ever say um ego and id dwell in conflict according to freud's uh, psychoanalytic theory. The ego runs on the reality principle and the id on the pleasure principle. Thus, it is the ego's job to ensure that we do not always give in to our impulses and that we stay away from drugs or alcohol, that we hold ourselves from st- <laughs> strangulating our arch enemies. Then there is the superego, the supreme wise one. The superego, which runs on the morality or the conscious principle, is the reason why we resort to self-reports self-loathing, and guilt-tripping for things that go wrong in life, and if they were solely up to the superego, we would all be drowning in an abysmal (laughs) self-hatred. So the ego is always very busy advocating logic and rationale to the id and superego to maintain peace and harmony in our minds. The ego keeps us sane and safe. Fact number two. The center of the field of unconscious, or the center of the field of consciousness. (laughs) According to Carl Jung, the ego represents the conscious mind, and hence it is the subject of all personal acts of consciousness like thoughts, memories, and emotions. Ego, through the process of individualization, (laughs) carves out the unique being who is able to fulfill the the peculiarity of his or her nature. Jung believes the individuation is giving birth to who we are, and thus the process of individuation is a process of becoming our true self. The ego creates our true self. And fact number three, the ego is not master in its own house. Using Freud's quote, we can safely assume that even though ego may be the center field of consciousness, it falls short in vast realm of the unconscious. Freud considers the unconscious the real master and the ego a mere cog in the wheel that serves not one not one two but three masters. The poor ego is still harder time of it. <laughs> the poor ego has a still harder time of it. It is to serve three harsh masters and is to do its best to reconcile the claims and demands of all three. The three tyrants are the external world, the superego and the id. Freud And again, that is Mind Speaks, Psychology of Things, Three Ego Facts You Should Know. Cool beans. And... This next one is 25 ways to kill the toxic ego that will ruin your life. I am not going to go over all 25, but for shits and gigs i will do numbers one through three and then i'll do two other fun ones that i just scroll through so again this is from medium.com 25 ways to kill the toxic ego that is going to ruin your life number one adopt the beginner's mindset it is impossible to learn that which one thinks already knows epictus says when we when we let ego tell us where we have arrived and figured it all out, it prevents us from learning. Pick up a book on a subject you know nothing about. Walk through a library or a bookstore. Remind yourself how much you don't know. And then number two, focus on the effort, not the outcome. With any creative endeavor, at some point, we made leaves our hands. (laughs) We can't let what happens after the point have any sway over us. We need to remember famous coach John Wooden's advice. Success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you made the effort to do your best to become to <laughs> your best to become the best that you are capable of becoming. Doing your best is what matters. Focus on that. External rewards are just extra. Ooh. These are some cool facts. Honestly, these <laughs> honestly, I thought when because I glanced at these, but I didn't go like super deep into them, like reading them or whatever. So I was actually kind of thinking like that they were gonna be really cheesy. I was honest to God thinking that they were gonna be mega cheesy. Seriously, but I've been wrong before, and I will be wrong again. <sighs> but <laughs> number three choose purpose over passion passion runs hot and burns out while people with purpose think of it as passion combined with reason are more dedicated and have control over their direction christopher mccandles was passionate when he went into the wild but didn't work well right the inventor of the Segway was passionate better to have a clear-headed purpose <laughs> and then hmm I'm still trying to look at some. There's learn to manage yourself and others. Uh, There we go. Forget credit and recognition. Fuck yes, the sports one. I don't like Bill Belichick. I'm not the biggest fan of good old Bill. Classic old Bill. But fuck it. It is what it is. But number nine, forget credit and recognition. Before Bill Belichick became the four-time Super Bowl winning head coach. Oh, no, it's more. It's more now. I think it's six this is probably an old article before the bill belichick became a super bowl winning head coach coach of the new england patriots he made his way up the ranks in the nfl by doing grunt work and making his superiors look good without receiving any credit when we're starting out in our pursuits we need to make an effort to trade short-term gratification for a long-term payoff submit p- <laughs> submit on the people who are already successful learn and absorb anything you can. Forget credit. And actually, this uh, I'm reading this book called Tools of the Titans, and it's called the Canvas Strategy. So the Canvas Strategy is essentially like being an apprentice and just analyzing everything that the people above you, the people that you are the apprentice of, just do your thing. Watch them do the thing. Watch them do their business. Do anything small that they need. And the way Bill Belichick made his um, the way the thing is, is uh, Made his way up the ranks in the NFL And the grunt work that they're talking about Is he literally would Do anything that any superior asked him to do They would give him a task They'd be like, okay, watch film of, for the Browns For weeks 8 through 12 and, Of last year And then find out all the defensive gaps You know, find out things that might work against their scheme And then he would sit there And he would go into a room And he wouldn't leave until he finished the task that he was given And then he'd come out and ask for more work and that is like cuz you'd expect a person who's that smart and has been that successfully in the NFL consistently like want consistently see himself on top and see him as the best but he is constantly growing constantly trying to change obviously this season wasn't an example of that but he did try to change his whole offense and this was a good um I want to say cuz the defense was pretty solid but I want to say this was a good year probably for his ego and then everyone was kind of checked everyone got checked out and i guess they were changing the whole way the team operated they were changing their entire offense and with something like that is okay you know fuck it and i was gonna do that one but i guess this one's cool too because this one kind of needs me to do it <laughs> Okay, and that's number mini number 13, the last one. If anyone wants to go check these out, again, this is from medium.com, 25 ways to kill the toxic ego that will ruin your life. Number 13, let go of control. The poisonous need to control everything and micromanage is usually revealed with success. Ego starts saying, it all must be done my way, even little things, even inconsequential things. The solution is straightforward. A smart man or woman most regularly reminds themselves of the limits of their power and reach. It's simple, but not easy. So I guess I do have an issue of this too, because I constantly, like, I like to, like, plan out my days. I like to have, like, not, I guess I make checklists, you know? But I'll set out, if I have, like, a whole day, like, today I didn't work until 9. And we woke up at 9.40, because we went to sleep kind of late last night, because I got out of work late last night. So my schedules were kind of opposite. So it's like, go to work at 5, get out at, like, 11, and or going at nine and get out at five, so it was like I've been having days where it's flip flop like that. So today was one of the days where we woke up kind of late, and then I kind of just like laid around, got in bed for a little while, uh, or we're late in bed for a little while, just watch TikTok and stuff, and then, got the day started. Angel took off, and then I was trying to do some stuff for school, but I just kept pushing it off, you know, because I didn't want to. So, I ended up just. Cleaning up the apartment, wiping everything down, doing all the stuff. And then, I, as soon as I kind of got the area cleaned like I wanted it to, I just automatically jumped back into fucking my little checklist that I had made for myself, which was just like do some laundry or put away the rest of the laundry, um, do some research for this exact podcast. I'll, I'll read you guys my fucking the rest of my to do list. It's on my notes still. And then it was like call Spectrum, call Ambit pay bills, student loan stuff, send stuff mom for send mom stuff for school, um, record number 34. I had a meeting for work, but it ended up getting canceled. So we can go ahead and cancel. I just I tapped it out. And then possibly if there's time and if I go if and wants to, but honestly, I'm pretty sore, so I'm probably not gonna, going to go into, but I put work out and then obviously go to work at 9. So when I have like full days, I like to have a general idea of how the day is going to go. And I like to have a plan for when I'm doing things, you know, and I kind of let the day just flow on by itself, you know, but then when it comes to hitting like the goal where I feel successful or I feel I'm not successful, I guess is the word, but when I feel fulfilled is when I'm getting a lot of stuff done in a day and I want to be productive, you know, and I think that is something that I pride myself on now. Because before, I would undermanage my life, and I would let things get away from me really quickly. I would just forget about anything. I would push away homework, and then until finally, like, i go into class one day, and they're just like, okay, everyone, turn in the fucking project we told you guys to do six weeks ago. And I would be like, oh, shit. I forgot about that. You know, can I have an extension? (laughs) Like, those are just things that, like, I used... that, That was how I used to operate. And now I think I... Cause I used to not really care about being productive at all because I had like my own little ways to make money. So I all I cared about was working and making money. And then in my free time, I was going to be free, you know, cause I wasn't working. And I had been working since I was like 16 years old. So it was, there was always like me having my own money and me being able to do things without, with my own money, obviously. So that's why shit fucking <laughs> was kind of different. Cause I went through a phase where also I was like, okay, cool. I'll work. I'll get my little extra side hustle stuff done, and then I'll, like, I'll get my little extra side hustle stuff done, and then I will, (laughs) and then from there, I'll have my free time with my friends, you know, and now I think I am primarily focused on getting my own, like, shit together, you know, and, like, going balls to the wall with everything that I need to do, constantly trying to, like, I guess before I would be okay with plateauing and now I want to improve every single time, you know, and I want my episodes to get better, you know, like, I started doing TikToks, and I want, like, my TikToks to get better, and I just want to constantly be improving, you know, and I want my next piece of content to be better than the last, and that is something that I need to start working on, you know, and I guess something that's important for me, at least, is to kind of let the universe take the wheel sometimes, you know, like, I guess today was a day that I prepared for the podcast, right? But I kind of let myself just kind of go on a rant. And I think those days or these recordings are probably the most beneficial for me and for y'all because I'm just kind of speaking from the heart. You know, I'm not reading like legit script or anything. And that's except for right now when I was reading articles for y'all. But yeah, that's pretty much it. And I guess feel like that's just something that we all need to do is just kind of take a step back. And then realize what you're doing and then don't just stop trying to micromanage, you know, like there's not anything we could do if there's tiny little problems that you don't have to worry about, like things in the past and stuff, then just forget about it, you know, because it's not having any weight on you. You know, there's nothing holding you back. Those things aren't holding you back. The only thing that's holding you back is yourself. And that is something that I need to work on. And that's something that in general, I'm assuming most people need to work on. But next so i'm not taking most a lot of y'all's time anymore we are going to be doing thoughtcatalog.com and this is 10 reasons why too much ego will ruin your life this was made in 2016 so take this information with a grain of salt there are 10 but i'm only going to do the top three so i don't keep y'all for longer and so i guess i'll read the first bit of the, the first bit of the article We sometimes let our ego lead our lives until it somehow destroys it. There's a big difference between confidence and ego. Confidence is healthy. Ego is destructive. And there's a famous expression, too much ego will kill your talent. But it will not only kill your talent, it will kill your career, your relationships, and your happiness. Too much ego can actually ruin your life. Here's why. Reason number one, it makes you less compassionate. It makes you believe the worst people (laughs) <laughs> it makes you believe the worst in people and get defensive most of the time it blinds you from seeing the bigger picture or giving the benefit of the doubt it makes you think that people are personally attacking you instead of trying to understand where they're coming from yeah i guess that's true <laughs> now number two it pushes people away from you It may attract a few wrong people but it pushes the right ones away from you people who want you around Uh, people who (laughs) want to be around those who lift them up, not those who tear them down or make others feel like they're too much better than them. Too much ego can be a conversation killer and can get in the way of getting ahead in your career and in your relationships. Reason number three. It stops you from growing. Too much ego makes you stubborn and when you're stubborn, people don't listen to you and people don't want to take your advice. People who may know better than you are probably more experienced. Your ego could potentially hinder your success, and you could end up getting lost if you keep rejecting any type of guidance you get. So that is just kind of goes back to what they said before, which is always stay in your learning mindset, always adopt that, always assume that you can get better, you could be better, because you can, and you will be if you try hard. <laughs> and again, this is episode number 34 of the Angel Main Show. We greatly appreciate all the listeners in the world who are listening to this. I know you guys are nice people because you're taking the time out of your day to listen to this. And again, this is the Angel Main Show. What is the ego? And hopefully we answer some questions for y'all. And if you guys have any other ideas for podcasts you'd like me to make a topic of, go ahead and let me know. And I will see you guys later. Go Steelers, Big Ben, we're going to go another year We got one more year for Big Ben, I'm putting my faith in him I love Big Ben, he is a superhero He is a, I don't want to say a god in my eyes But he is a king in my eyes For sure, He's top 10 of the world's royalty Big Ben, you too, Juju, I love you, blue hair And yeah, dude, fucking go Steelers Dude, fucking, we got this shit, Super Bowl next year If you guys fucking hear this I'm just going to go until 34 because I think that'd be cool, you know? But, all right, guys, yeah. Point of this fucking story is, go Steelers. The Steelers are the fucking shit. I love this team. The Steelers are the number one team in my book on the planet. Big Ben is the shit. We're keeping our defense mostly together. We're going to work on our run game. We're going to set these fucking goals for ourselves. We're going to do this shit. We are going to improve during the offseason and we are going to make the team better in every aspect and big ben is going to work on throwing the ball just a slight a tiny bit softer than normal because a lot of the guys get a lot of drops because sometimes big ben throws the ball kind of hard and then also their gloves aren't that sticky i would highly recommend using glue on your gloves like peyton manning did in one of his uh what's that show called Peyton's Places, you gotta fucking do what you can, you know, you gotta get that glue, I don't know what it was called, but if you watch Peyton's Places, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, you gotta get one of those little glue things on your hands, put it on your gloves, just a little bit on the fingertips, you could sling that shit, or maybe even get like a magnet, you know, get like a magnet ball, and the magnet gloves, and then just do it like that, but anyways, we gotta hit those 34 minute mark, love y'all, everyone have a great day, peace out. We'll